0: Welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 446, recording today on Wednesday, the 4th of May. May the 4th be with you, I suppose, is the uh, thing that I would say if I had a lisp and we were getting all Star Wars-y. Sorry about that. That's That only just came to me. That wasn't rehearsed, I'd like to point out, so I didn't actually, you know build up to that. Uh, anyway, welcome everybody. This is the Sonic State Sonic Talk podcast, the music ab- about music technology, production, live performance, electronic music, all of those things. Uh, please do join us if you. Uh, if this is the first time you've seen us. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we stream live via sonicstate.com forward slash live every Wednesday at 4pm and also via YouTube Live, which will be youtube.com forward slash sonicstate forward slash live and you'll get... Uh, there's, so It does mean that there are two chat rooms So that's just, uh, you know, that's one of those things, but that's the way it goes. But anyway, welcome, everybody. I also want to say thank you very much to our sponsors, uh, who are, of course, Isotope. Uh, We will be uh, introducing a competition from there later on where you can enter to win the chance of uh, an Ozone 7, uh, the mastering suite, which is a fantastic suite uh, for uh, processing the two bus and uh, final masters all that sort of thing but stay tuned for that and also want to say thank you very much to our chatties Uh, we've got on the site this is our own irc chat room and also hello to all of you on youtube as well phew, the housekeeping and introductions get longer as we try and stream to more places. I think there might be going out to Twitch as well. I, mean, I don't know if any last time I checked the chat room on there last week, it was people talking about gardening. So I'm pretty sure they weren't paying attention to what any of us were saying. But uh, nonetheless, it's there anyway. So let's start over with uh, Mr. Ty Unwin and Mr. Gaz Williams, who are there together in electric dreams, as it were, in the same place. Uh, Ty uh, um, and well, Gaz monopolising the hair, rather. Ty, of course, is a very busy composer. Not not compose not composing today though. I guess or maybe you are. Maybe Gaz is there for a session. Gaz of course is also a professional bass player, producer and music technologist. How are you?
1: Yeah, fine. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have I have just crept in. I've just arrived actually, so I'm being dazzled by the beautiful collection of synthesizers here really can I,
2: also, can I also just add an element of reality to this which is that we were getting the webcam set up just as a tesco's or other supermarkets are available just as a a delivery arrived and so while i'm setting up the webcam poor poor gas who literally just arrived i'm there going gas can you just unpack all the groceries and just...
1: <laughs> I, yeah so um so I know the contents of Ty's future feces intimately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I beg your pardon. Well, I suppose you do. Yeah. Back down I,
1: I, I, to, <laughs> to Gaz's level. Oh, God, did I just say that? Yes, I'm, you yeah. did. yes.
0: There's that bit in between brain and mouth sometimes that, uh, yeah. But anyway, welcome, <laughs> Gaz. Welcome to you both. Uh, I hope you're going to have some fun together. Um, are you going to make some music? Yeah. Sweet music. Yeah. Sweet yeah. music. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that sounds good. So that's a session. Well, and, and, and thank you for joining us. I Also, want to say hello to Mr. Rich Hilton, Hiltonius.com, uh, chic band member, and also uh, the guy who works with uh, Niall Rogers, in fact, has been working with Niall. You've been doing some uh, great gigs and what have you, haven't you? I, 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 I've seen photos of you on stage performing, and this is for the We Are Family Trust, right?
3: Um, the most recent gig was, yes, Niall's Foundation Gala in New York City. So which tell we, me which we have each year. And yeah. there is variously people honored and performing year to year. And this year, our friend Bono came and was honored. And uh then we were honored when he did four of his songs with us.
0: Wow. Did I see you playing guitar?
3: Yes, I played guitar. So on were two you doing songs. some edge work? No, actually there was the other very very clever fellow in uh, keyboards and chic right now is Russell Graham and he was playing the he was doing the edge and I was uh, doing the strum. and ah, I was doing Nile Rogers. The strum is is, <laughs> is that
0: the job of the guy who's usually under the stage in the uh, in the U two concerts? Because I know they I have they have keyboard players and stuff, and, and <laughs> you don't know anything about, about
3: that. Any of that. <laughs> But the three of us uh, sort of played guitar trio on two of the songs, and it, it came out, I thought, rather well. And it was fun. I love chances like that to play guitar and any chance to perform with him. I mean, the first notes out of his mouth gave me chills when we were rehearsing. It was insane. It's because it's just such an iconic voice. And there's something about it um, when you work with somebody whose voice is so deeply embedded in the culture.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: That and you're there and, and find yourself amidst that sound, it's um it's moving to me. Cause you only get so many of those in your life if you get any at all. And uh I was just blown away by the opportunity and the experience. It was really
4: fun.
0: I have to say you look a guitar suits you very well on stage because you oh. normally I'm used to seeing you in white in the kind of chic um, Close. I mean, maybe that was a rehearsal thing. Were you? But when you, you what, what the photo I saw was you playing. Were you playing a Line Six?
3: Yes, I uh, borrowed Line Six Variax guitar in its acoustic guitar modeling mode. Ah, all ah, right. I Found okay. one or two I liked and used them.
0: Uh, Someone in the chat room was mentioning this earlier and said that they they are now calling you Hiltoniacs which I thought was... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, uh,
3: <laughs> yes, I believe it was Katie. Katie kieler comp- did If I remember correctly. That was very cute, yes. <laughs> <Still> <laughs> hey, well, that out. sounds
0: like a lot of fun. And, and before that, so there's more. It's not just the, uh, oh, what have you been doing lately? Oh, I've been on stage with Bono. There's other stuff, right, as well?
3: Well, we've just done a month of US touring with Duran Duran. oh Gosh, yes, of
0: course. It's been a while, hasn't
3: it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I may have popped up somewhere in the middle of that because there were times where we would come home for a day or two. But uh, a lot of great venues, amazing audiences. Um, I really enjoy it. i uh, made a lot of new friends. Uh, a lot of Duran Duran's diehard fan base kind of follows them around from uh-huh. venue to venue, particularly if you're in one sort of corner of the U.S., although I suppose that's not a limitation for a lot of, for many of them. But we would see a lot of the same faces, and each night it would be progressively more in, uh, engaged earlier. Like, in other words, with each progressive night, they would pay more attention earlier in the show, and the, fa- the house would fill up gradually faster. Because when you're not the headline band, no matter who you are, The house is still filling up, typically, when you're playing. And it's just a question of how quickly they uh, Ah, decide to come in. And uh, it just got to the point where um, they were in. Oh, that's great. (laughs) And
0: I guess the the thing is also, normally, you know, your gigs, with Chic at least, you know, you you fly in, you're the headline, it's a festival, or it's a multi-band thing, and you're in and out. So touring with more of a kind of touring thing must be, somewhat of a a, a, a treat or a, a certainly a change of scene for absolutely. you right
3: absolutely absolutely because you see the same faces you're part of this for want of a better word, traveling circus. Um, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. I'm not in any way denigrating the experience. But it, it's you get to know everybody. You get to know, you know, you'll have dinner one night with guys who drive trucks who used to be in radio. You'll have, you know, it's just you meet a lot of the, and you start to get to know the faces, and it starts to feel like a big team. And uh I have, I've worked with Duran Duran, so I know all of those guys. Now, they're not part. The, they're not usually there when I'm interacting with the team, but I do get to say hello to them and really enjoy feeling friendly with them because they're such nice guys. And it's just a good show, I think, for the audience. It's a, a night full of really good songs. No matter where you enter the arena, you're going to come up against a pretty damn good song. And and uh, I think that's fun for the audience, and it seems to work out great. Um, and it's fun. Yeah, it's good. There's, uh, there's literally almost no downside I can think of.
0: Oh, excellent. Well, it sounds like you've been having a lot of fun. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, meanwhile, we did our own little gig, which we've gone on about, but I posted the uh, um, the the footage yesterday. So we've now got everybody's sets up online. It, a whopping one hour, 37 minutes, uh, which is, you know, an impressive amount of uh, stuff. I'm afraid I only did it in 720p because, uh, you know, that was because otherwise it would have been terabytes large. But anyway, two of the performers are also there, Gaz and Ty. Uh, anyway, great to have you guys all along as well. Um, I suppose we should get into some topicy stuff, and I think we'll start with this one, assuming it plays. This is this going to be one of those days when none of my tech works? Awesome. No, <laughs> oh, there we go. This is another video from uh, Superbooth, which was under embargo because of, uh, well, you'll see why in a minute, this was uh, the news of the new Moog... Model 15. Yeah, i won't play all of it but this is um get bevin was uh, showing around some sounds this was a beta version we got had a look at and it was we were in this fantastic studio again in super booth uh, and he was going out via his thunderbolt connection into uh an apogee and it sounded flipping awesome and uh, we're just going to have a little bit there's mine and then we also have obviously gaz and uh, ty have downloaded it also so uh, there's a lot of love for this thing and and we may all think you know, so what? It's another app. But there is something very different about this one. Uh, there are two, well, there are two big things, I think. First one is, yes, Gaz, it works on the iPad Pro with the pencil. Oh, you are both on Pros with your pencils out, <laughs> programming with a pencil, eh, and graph paper. But also, it uses the Metal uh, GPU API, which means that yep. all of the the graphics are offloaded to the GPU, Um, Um, specifically and it looks and scales and before i imagine on ipad pro it really rocks i mean i've got an ipad air 2 here and it's very smooth i I don't know if i can might be able to show a little bit of but you can uh see if i can get this it's very hard to do backwards yeah i don't i don't think i'll try that was a very unsuccessful moment Um, so it's very smooth to use and they've done some very clever things with the gui to make it feel, you know, because normally you, you pick up a patch point and you have to kind of, it's very difficult but they've made it much easier to, to patch between points, but also the modelling therefore because the GPU's been offset is is much higher quality because they're basically using as much of the CPU as they possibly can, so things like it's got audio rate modulation, which is actually a pretty big deal in software, it's not something that many even desktop instruments can pull off, and it's also got the filter modelling and also the VCA and the mixer modelling so you get this kind of Warm saturation, and it's it, so far. I mean, I haven't had that much of a chance to check it. It seems very successful, chaps. I'm guessing you may have had some time to check it, although it came out yesterday. Uh, what you? Mm. What, first of all, what do you think of it?
1: I think it's one of them really, really important moments in sort of you know within a certain. uh I think it's it's a benchmark. It's a benchmark. That's what it is. Uh, It's a benchmark for a bunch of reasons. I think the the smoothness of the interface, as you've mentioned, just makes it a a joy. It's an absolute joy. I think there's some other things which are absolutely brilliant, and that's the fact that it is four-voice polyphonic, but each of those voices can be addressed on a different MIDI channel. So, therefore, those people out there who've got those seaboard rollies, uh, or me with my MIDI bass, you know, one... Synth voice per string, and that's sort of independent. Then, so those those voices respond to pitch bend and aftertouch independently of each other. So that's pretty amazing. That is, it's sort of, you know, because as I'm sure everyone's aware, it is a a, a beautiful recreation of the uh, the Model Fifteen. And the, one of the nice things on the iPad Pro is that it is, the, you know, you can yeah. see the complete.
0: When you, hold, yeah, that's the thing that's quite that, that that was appealing to me about the Pro. That's why I was thinking that it really does rock, It's likely to rock on the Pro.
1: They've also added this fantastic bottom module, uh, module at the bottom here. Oops, sorry. <laughs> right, and then on the left-hand side of there, the audio bridge and the MIDI bridge functionality in a patch panel lets you patch into other apps through patch points on the same graphical interface. How about that? Hey, eh?
0: yeah, that- they've obviously they've obviously thought a lot about it, haven't they?
1: Yeah, you know, so uh, and Geert, I mean, credit Nick. to Geert, Geert Bevin is going to become a, you know a software superstar now as a result of this, I mean, you know, I, I've been following Geert's work for a number of years since I first discovered him around the time I had an Eigenharp and he was a, a, a very vocal member of the Eigenharp community and subsequently he went on to sort of do some development work on the Linstrument and then I saw that he was working on Animoog. Now, I don't think he was involved in the original Animoog. I might be wrong about that. But he's... um, This project, he is the chief kind of uh, designer of it. Uh, And obviously he's worked very much in conjunction with Moog. uh, And, you know, big... Big... Well, I've just got so much to say about this. I'll try and keep it short. There's so many... In brilliant user interface designs on here from the kind of the side scrolling strip to the fact that you can get this you know you can be full screen synthesizer you know you don't have to give up any of the space if you're using it with a keyboard which is really frustrating to me sometimes especially on the smaller screens because remember this also is a universal app it will run on an iphone six
0: six. yeah it does need the grunt
1: yeah, it does need the grunt, and it also needs fairly recent iPads as well. iPad Air, I think, is the first iPad you can use on, and also, which is a deal-breaker for some people, uh, iOS 9.3.
0: 3.1. 3.1, yeah, definitely. It won't work, it won't work on, on, on anything else, that's for sure. But, yes, I mean, so far, I mean, I did a quick test. I just patched an oscillator into, a, into the filter mod just to see what would happen because I thought, well, that's going to test it because it's obviously going to change, you know, you know, because most things... Down. It's not absolutely perfect audio rate mod stuff, but it's pretty... You can get that kind of, that vowel-y uh, feel that you can by changing the amplification of uh, audio rate mod into something like a filter. I know, Rich, I don't know whether you've had an opportunity to check this out, but, I mean, it only launched yesterday, obviously, but it seems to be quite a big deal, and Moog were very or Moog rather, were very excited about it. And Geert was, I mean, we didn't see the rest of that video, but he was taking me through it. And it's uh, we got a world exclusive, which I'm very um, thankful to Moog about. Thank you, Emmy,
3: And which I watched in its entirety, along with their uh, brief promotional video. And I have to say it was incredibly impressive sounding, and I do expect to uh, get it. Even though I have to say I never use these things, I'm still hoping to and that's one i'd really like to uh use so i think um yeah i'm I'd... going to begin D- just i have to s- ask and and does the bottom really sound that good i was amazed at what a low frequency waveform sounded like in the demo and it because it, it really sounded modular as apart from pretty much anything else the model sounded like the model of a mode modular oscillator and filter
0: let me see. I can probably. I mean, file... it's
3: hard to tell.
0: Yeah, I know. I know.
3: You can do over this interface, but in their video presentation and in the presentation that our friend did for you. Yeah. Um, no, it did. It I mean, I, I was. Stunning...
0: I was listening to it, admittedly, in a room with five massive, sort of twelve-inch uh, pentaphonic speaker system. But yes, it does actually have. Let me see. It is, you know, pretty impressive. I I, I did actually get, I know because Dave Spears uh, couldn't make it with us today, but he did send a, a little uh, uh, message about this and he said,
2: he used,
0: he used the game-changer the game changer phrase, uh, and it said uh, Moog app is a game-changer, in my opinion. Audio rate modulation, convincing ladder filter emulation, and all the audio saturation that's part of the mode character on an iOS app is quite something. He said he might get it and do some A-Bs at assist, against a System 55 at some point, which brings me neatly to uh, Mr. Ty Unwin, who has a System 55 behind him. Obviously, you know... The, I think the thing is, is when I first saw this, I was like, oh, it's really, uh, it's really un- unintuitive. But that's because I don't know the System 15 at all. But once I've started to kind of know where things are, you know, that, you know, the oscillators are the top left or whatever. You can swipe in the area that you need to go to. Have you, have you plugged it into your system and listened to what the raw stuff sounds like yet?
2: I haven't yet, to be fair. If I'm completely honest, um, I literally downloaded it earlier, literally just before we came on. <laughs> right, OK. I mean, but- I've listened, I've obviously watched the, uh, the demo of it, and I've watched you know, kind of your piece, and uh, it's just an absolute no-brainer, even even if it, even if it only sounds a fraction like you, know, a proper 15, even if it's only a fraction there, in terms of the way it's laid out, in terms of the interface, in terms of, as you say, the whole thing with the modulation rates, all, all of that combined. You have to just sit there and go, this is twenty nine dollars, and you know just think what you're getting. So even if it sounds a fraction like you know the hardware, it's 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 it really is a game changer. It really is it really is incredible. And, and in terms of the way, you know what I learned about the 55, I you know kind of I'm like a, a lot love, love you. Um, I knew you know I know since, and I've had since for years and years and years. I honestly thought that I'd be able to kind of get into a 55 and um I would know the layout. The, what we don't really realize is a lot of the very early modular stuff it it's 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 different terminology it's laid out in a different way yeah. and and you basically have to relearn. Um and I did a lot of relearning on the 55 uh, just basic things. Um and if again if, if you know, if they you get to learn this system on the 15, mm. it's it's a it's a it's a learning curve. It's good.
1: but and, and and speaking about learning, there is a real other amazing feature, which is the fact that you can have, uh, you can have kind of tutorials. Yeah. In there, but you can make your own tutorials, so you can actually use it as an education
0: device. Yeah, that's a big tutorials, thing as well. I think.
1: Make these step by step guides. And it's a brilliant thing where there's like a light bulb, which what, what the next module that you need to address is a glow. So if you're off the screen and or you're zoomed in, it's like a glow. So, you know, where what direction to pan to to find the next module that you need to in the next step of the tutorial. So just it's been so well thought, so well thought through. I mean, through, it's yeah.
2: just there are very we we're used to just exactly like like Rich said, really, you know, my my iPads are full absolutely full of apps that, that
0: you don't example. use. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and you don't use them. You play with them for a bit, and you go, yeah, and I'll, I'll play with it on a train or something, and, yeah. and that's it. This is, I can almost say, this is one of probably the second time where I've actually looking at an app going, do you know what, that could actually make it as part of the setup on a permanent basis. Well,
1: it's got Ableton Live Link built into it as well. Yeah. And Ableton Live Link, for for those of you who haven't used it, it's something, you don't actually... It, from an iPad perspective, you don't actually need Ableton Live just it, any other any other device with running ableton Live link it'll seamlessly synchronize to and in my experience and I've done a reasonable amount of testing with it now, Ableton Live Link is so robust it's absolutely brilliant, so it's fantastic that this is in there so you know we' we're, we're starting to approach that thing of where a tablet could actually be a real really professional device using the pencil if anyone's interested is uh is quite interesting because just by virtue of having a stylus approach you just do a much more glissando style of playing it it changes your approach to playing but by the fact that the pressure of the pencil then is a module is a modulatable uh you know it, it is it, right yeah that was one of the holes, so you can route it anywhere. The pressure of the pencil.
0: That's oh, so, nice,
2: No, actually, you know, can I just—I've just, just realised. I feel like we're on a shopping channel. can <laughs> <laughs> you going, gas? Oh, really? No. Can you do that?
4: Can you tell us that again, um, <laughs> But you
2: know, I, I think
1: that um, I think that it all comes together in a beautiful usable interface and i really think they should be highly commended on that i think yeah i mean so
0: far so good i mean it is a premium app um but i don't think you know considering what it locks in and and it's also not really designed for low-end hardware you know it's going to struggle on some of those things um there's a question that came up in the youtube chat room from guitar 575 how come audio rate modulation is so hard to model does anyone know that? Is it to do with the aliasing? Um, because presumably you're, you're going up higher and then, then you get um, aliasing. Does anyone happen to yes. know that? Rich, got any ideas? I guess this is where we need
2: Dave. Just I'm thinking... No. No. we need Gaz to make up some make, make up some rubbish, Gaz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, let's not. Know, let, let, but, <laughs> they, will come, know. they will know. They will know. <laughs> I think... <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's... It, it, it is. It does feel like a kind of milestone point, definitely, where they've, you know, really... And, and a company that's as big as Moog with a, a legacy of synthology, if you like, has basically, you know, sort of set the bar. And I think that's very true. I mean, some might argue, yes, it's, that there is. It's sad that um, that it's, it's emulating something that, you know, is so tried and tested and isn't pushing necessarily the boundaries of synthesis. You know, one might also argue, but... I think now what's likely to happen is things will progress because people will see what they can do with that and go, okay, well, in that case, you know, maybe we can do this, maybe we can do that. Because obviously, uh, subtractive synth- synthesis isn't the end of everything so hopefully we'll start to see you know usually you get this kind of leapfrog scenario don't you with uh when somebody says oh, this is possible then somebody goes oh i can tweak that because it's only a certain set of mines working on a certain app and then you know more mines come in so yeah uh available now 29.99 us dollars i think it's 22 quid something like that so yeah premium but definitely
2: it's just I think the difference is. I think the difference is when it comes to iPad. You're absolutely right, Nick, in terms of emulating an old instrument. I think the difference is is that, in terms of moving synthesis forward, there are actually a lot of apps on the iPad that are made to. You know, there's a lot of granular stuff that's very difficult to. You know, kind of make hardware versions of. There's a lot of really moving forward kind of synthesis um, apps. Uh, so there's plenty of other options to take it that way forward. There's not that many really good emulations of it's not like on a, on a you know vsts and whatever yeah. there's not that many really good emulations of vintage stuff and if you're going to do vintage stuff then this is the kind of vintage stuff to do really yeah but you're I mean, right that, you're absolutely right Nick.
0: no there are questions you know people say why not a vst version that sort of thing i think that the point is with this is what it does is it it, it leverages the touch interface with the patching and the the tactile nature yeah. of it that's the thing and and to do that in just a desktop vst or an au is a different experience i think and i think that's the i mean that's the thing you're going to find rich i think when you kind of realize what you can do with the patching and the two, it's very much gesturally based Sort of one finger two fingers three fingers you know the all that stuff kind of makes it work in different ways
1: here's a nice little one It's the fact that the cables two taps sort of makes the cables are you probably not gonna be able to see that um but uh there we go makes them go away
0: Um, yeah or dim you
1: can make them you make them transparent Mm -hmm by double tapping they're still there but you can see through them so it's just again just little touches loads and loads of it loads and it's got the it's got the ribbon model as well they've they've done the little what's it called the 1150 is it yeah it's the ribbon control ribbon controller you know nice nice little sort of heritage
2: touches as well Mm. great i really yeah i think i think this is the start of yeah, I think this really is, has to be the start of a kind of a, you know we're on the next we're on the next level up. Now I think, I hope. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, Great. There, there we go. Ten,
0: 10 yeah. out of ten. Well, there we go. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that's endorsement indeed. Wow. From uh, there's a man who's got a fifty-five <laughs> as well. So it'd be interesting to hear. Um, what those oscillators say in a b i mean i'm guessing they are going to be different i mean you couldn't you know one one's you know one's one thing one's another anyway um thank you very much for that input i, I think actually it's probably a good time to uh introduce our message from our sponsors because um it's that kind of time in the show so stay tuned for the competition and enjoy ozone seven Ooh, or not
4: sounding tracks with the critically acclaimed mastering tools in Ozone and Ozone Advanced. Now, the latest isotope innovations in Ozone 7 bring modern and vintage processing to the forefront of the music production experience. Updated for Ozone 7, Ozone's highly regarded maximizer features a brand new frequency-specific IRC4 algorithm that delivers transparent mixes with less pumping and distortion. Use it to smooth out an unwieldy mix, or tame the kick drum peaks without affecting the vocals. The dynamic EQ, now in both the advanced and standard versions of Ozone, lives and breathes with your audio, giving you more effective control over your sound without coloring your entire mix. Harness the precision of an equalizer and the musical ballistics of a compressor in one integrated processor. For Ozone 7, Vintage-inspired processing puts nostalgic tone at your fingertips to bring the creative color and character of analog hardware to your digital recordings. Glue your mix together and bring a natural feel to harsh-sounding recordings with the Vintage limiter. Vintage tape adds the dimension, warmth, and depth of tape saturation to your masters for a timeless sound that suits your creative vision. Brighten your mix, smooth out heavy low end, and add body with the Pultec model Vintage EQ. Tighten the lows, thicken the mid-range, and let the highs sparkle with the versatile Vintage Compressor.
0: Right, the, so that was Ozone 7, which uh, as we've, uh, if you're a regular viewer or listener of Sonic Talk, you'll know that they sponsor the show, and that is uh, pretty much... A, a go-to mastering suite of plugins and tools to uh, sweeten your mix, uh, you want to check that out. It's isotope.com forward slash ozone, and you can download a free demo to that. We also ran a competition last week uh, where we asked you to tweet the hashtag, uh, oh, let me get my mouse, the hashtag, uh, what was it, audio polish and the hashtag ozone seven, Um to uh competition tweet handles and we have a winner and the j that it's a jap called jeremy mcveigh that's jeremy underscore mcveigh with an a y uh, he tweeted those hashtags and was picked by our competition winning supercomputer workflow uh, it says i ain't no dope i know i need isotope very good stuff so if you want to get in touch jeremy uh, the isotope fairy will be able to drop a copy of that in your inbox. So uh, congratulations on your win. And also we've got another uh, competition this week. Uh, you can also win Ozone 7. Uh, we're looking for the hashtag shiny mix this week and the hashtag Ozone 7. That's the hashtag shiny mix, one word, and the hashtag Ozone 7 to add, at Sonic State, and at Isotope Inc. So uh, tweet the hashtag Shiny Mix and the hashtag Ozone7 to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc, and you will be entered for the competition. Uh, good luck to all, and thanks again to Isotope for sponsoring the show. Right. Um, so this next one, I think I was going to come to uh, this guy actually, which is Sound Jim. I don't know if anybody tried this, but it absolutely, it basically, um, it's 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 a uh, uh, it's kind of it seems like an audio game that's designed to kind of train your ears. And I I signed up, but it, and, and so here we go. Let me see if I switch this on. Basically, this is one of the games you play. You have to listen to the audio, on off, and figure out what the frequency is. And you kind of... That sounds a bit like... Oh, there. Oh, look at that. It wasn't far off. <laughs> on and off. That sounds like somewhere down there. Oh. I tell you what, it's bloody addictive, this thing. And there are various other games that go on with it. You know, you, um, that's the one that I, you know, select it... And so you go through there. All these very like you know. Can you tell the difference between gain levels? Can you tell whereabouts it on the spe- on the spectrum it is uh, in terms of stereo imaging? And it's like a kind of it's essentially a game. I mean, you can you can uh, log into this what, and you know sign are we up meant for it. To
1: be seeing your screen then, Nick. Or oh, we did you not see watch- the screen?
0: Oh, that's so I'm annoying. Sure,
1: we just want oh, your look.
0: face. <laughs> ah, okay. Look, I'll, I'll I'll do it again for you. Okay, so this is what it looks like. EQ off. EQ on. I'm saying that sounds like about there. Oh, miles off. That shows how my top end is done. Okay, that sounds like about. Oh, look how close I was. I'll do it one more time. Off. Jesus Christ. Anyway, that's enough of that. That's rubbish, that game. I don't want to, don't want to embarrass myself <laughs> any, any further. I'm, I'm listening on substandard headphones, honestly. But the idea is, is it trains you in. It, it's really compelling. I don't know. Did anyone else get a chance of this? Now I can cover my embarrassment I, by hopefully exploiting I, yours.
2: I haven't had a ch- chance to, um, uh, to do it. I'll absolutely 100% sign up to it because I yeah. just think it's work of genius. Absolute work of genius. Anything that makes people uh, sit and listen and analyse, in my in my eyes, is genius. And if you turn it into a game that you know it looks addictive, I haven't tried it yet, but I mean it looks addictive. Um, any anyone that does anything like that is spot on. That is fantastic. Really, really. Even if you know if you take take nothing else else out of today's show everyone should go and um, jump on board with that it just gets you listening yeah there's i remember a few years ago
1: we covered a thing called quiz tones which was uh, i think it was initially an ios app i think it might have even become a desktop app as well you know which is a similar idea a little bit more presented a bit more who wants to be a millionaire kind of yeah four choices rather than but i think this is a bit niftier isn't it with the graphical interface um
0: yeah cool yeah good nice Um, I don't know, Rich. Do you uh, do you concur? Uh, what do you think about this? I mean, it, there's a gaming aspect to this, which is hugely addictive. And actually, I just want to do it once. I don't want to sign up for a monthly thing. I just want to try it once and see what how screwed my my judgment is. Which, as you saw by that, terrible at the moment. But it, it, and, and so it's brilliant. I mean, you almost they're going to get a lot of impulse buys on it because you just you sort of want to beat it. You want to go no, let me have another go. I can do better. I can do better. It's like a, it's got that gaming compulsion to it. I thought for me anyway,
3: it and I'm not a game. great. It looks great. Absolutely,
0: I did try. Is, I, I did try and do it with um, uh, w- without the headphones in and doing stereo semi- seri- imaging on the laptop speakers is, is yeah, just forget it. Just don't even bother with that. That's a complete waste mm-hmm. of time.
2: I think the thing is with with this kind of thing is I think what people forget is is that uh, it, when you're when you're learning to produce and you're learning to mix and you're learning to write and all that kind of mm-hmm. thing that is, a, there's no difference between learning to do this, the magic word there is learning, you're learning to do it the same way that you learn to play an instrument. And, you know, kind of, I think anything that can help you learn your game, learn your profession, you know, anything that's going to take you down somewhere that, you know, can only take time practicing and practicing and practicing, you know, I mean, you've kind of proved the point there in that, you know, you just doing that, You've been, you've been doing this for years and years, it's nothing to do with you know joking about having skewed ears it's just the fact that it's you've proved a point that even you someone who knows what you're doing
4: Imagine you can it. learn
2: the same way <clears throat> that we, we can still all learn and so you do this and you get better at it It's so simply like it's called you know it's practicing it's like practicing an instrument and when you engineer when you mix when you produce you have to learn that as an art and this you know so that's why i'm excited about it because i just think you know as I yeah. keep saying all the time, we can all learn every day. If you wake up and go to sleep that night and haven't learnt anything, then that day, then you know yeah. you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I no, that's, not that's true. I know.
0: I mean, for me, as I say, it was more. Uh, I I, re- I get the frequencies more from um, because I used to do a lot of live sound, and so it'd be kind of I got to identify that feedback ring jolly fast. <laughs> But do you find, I mean, do you find that you've picked up all of that, you know, it's like estimating delay times and detecting, you know, which is the difference in gain? Um, Is it, you know, I mean, I guess that's not so useful, but you can tell what's louder and what isn't. I mean, do you find all of that stuff now is instinctive? I mean, do you think about training that in yourself, Rich, or kind of keeping your chops up in the same way that you would practice piano?
3: Well, to look at it from sort of a different perspective of the same question, I worry about making sure that I can still hear, because I'm getting older. <laughs> um, and I'm serious. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm dead serious, because, for example, the guy who used to tune my piano when I was a kid, he got to an age where I could tell he couldn't hear it anymore. And it was kind of sad that I knew that and he didn't. And uh, he had, uh, he uh, was, you know, an older man, you know. It's, it's not... So, Mike, from looking at that from another perspective, I do have concerns to make sure that I can still hear well enough to do my job the way I like to have it done. But I don't think so much about training my ears at this point, although Lord knows, I'm sure, as Ty said, that we'll all – nobody's walking away with 100% on these tests like the first time out, I'll bet even you know yeah. us who do this and I've been thinking about it for a protracted period of time so it's fun it's cool I love the software and I'm loving the idea that you can train this up in a sort of entertaining way and that's yeah, I'm cool. just but looking to I'll see what I said about everything is good if you're learning something whether you know it or not if you're learning some stuff that's useful to you that's cool and people who want to apply it to their pursuit of greater engineering skills and-
0: ah sorry I just, the, the game has just decided well, to too. just decided that's to true. yeah no, I, think does, very, does, I think that's very i think that's very valid actually yeah very good point rich sorry what would you what would you say in their time
2: No, I was just saying that you you can't even just have five minutes without playing a game, can you? We heard it start up again then. You just wanted to beat last Mm. time. Well, I I, I
0: have to confess, I I signed up with a different account so I could demonstrate it again, because once you've done the the, the first test, it then says, oh, no, to do more, you have to upgrade. It's like, oh, I can't bring myself to spend the money, because it feels like, you know, I'm not a gamer. I don't play games. You know, I don't spend time on gaming because, uh, you know, I would probably sit and program something else, you know, if I was going to spend some time in front of a computer. But uh, having said that, I, do, I am a bit of a sucker for those kind of uh, m- electromechanical driving games when you get the kind of immersive technology. I do enjoy that. Every time I, me and my brother-in-law are, are on a pier somewhere, we always have like a half an hour challenge of driving just because it's something we don't do very often and it's safer than yeah. doing it on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, by some considerable margin, yeah, particularly the way we drive. Um, so yeah, uh, but great fun. If you want to go, it's called soundgym.co so uh, do check that out it, you get a free go and that part is almost enough just to completely hook you in and uh, you're addicted right uh, yes niche satire here we go this is from the guys at um, Adult Swim uh, we'll probably get busted for this idea is it's a competition a musical competition Lords of, synth. Lords of Synth, but the characters are great. I'm
3: Edgar Tangram joined, of course, tonight by Zed Centauri. Tonight Who, promises to be a rare musical. Zed
0: creator, Centauri is an octave collector.
3: <laughs> That's right, Edgar. These three synth legends have been known to score a film or two, but tonight.
0: Uh, oops, <laughs> I'm just trying to. He is
3: obsessed with uh... Sonic Trails. So the,
0: yeah, the three characters are. um What's his name? uh, uh And we've also got. uh What's his name? Morgio Morg- zaroga and uh, Carla Wendos.
3: This pioneer of gender nonconformity is
0: Who was formerly known as Carlton Wendos, which I think is a particularly uh, enjoyable
4: player. lovers.
0: So anyway, I won't play anymore. But it, I mean. <laughs> Honestly, I can't imagine how much work and money went into making this kind of totally niche synth satire. Basically, they, they're on the necropolis and they're trying to play music to the appro- uh, approaching Halley's Comet, which goes horribly wrong, but they end up saving the world. and It's a really good laugh. I don't know if you've got a chance to see it. Th- Gaz, I'm, uh, I'm guessing that this may God. I nearly th- thought. You weren't called Gaz because you had Ty Umwin under you there, uh, under your <laughs> face. Sorry, I'll rephrase that. What did you think? It's very prog, isn't it? Did you enjoy that? I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh. I didn't yeah I I didn't play that I'm getting I, flack from not I, playing the.
1: No because I want to watch it on my projector and I wanted to watch it with some friends and I just yeah didn't have a chance to watch it yet. So um ah,
0: Okay. Well, well that's that's it, that dead.
2: It is flipping hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's brilliant. A brilliant piece it of stuff.
2: It is perf- I mean it's just absolute nerd perfection. It's, it's almost like if, if anyone's got a sense of humor and is, a, you know, a synth addict and a synth nerd and was of a certain age, uh, it's just impossible to imagine anything more perfect. You know, <laughs> it is. It is just it's just hilarious. And yeah, I mean, what I also found funny, I also saw in the notes someone had written Who's, who's that? I can't remember. Is it Z- Zeroda? No, Zeroda? Or oh, who's the one hey, that's meant to be Ah, uh,
0: ah, uh, uh, Morgio Zeroda. Zeroda. Morgio Zeroda. Zeroda.
2: And, you know, and they're going, I know the Fangelis character and the Wendy Carlos. Who's the, who's the one in the middle with the moustache or something? As oh. If Giorgio Moroder is. Who's Giorgio M. never heard of him. No. Uh, it's, it's really, it's very funny. It's a certain kind of humour. I mean, it's, it's very kind of airplane humour and very kind of, you know, although it's American, it's actually very, it's kind of very British humour as well and i yeah. love the fact it's niche i love the fact that you know i know for a fact that i could show that to my other half and she would just spend the entire 10 minutes just looking at me saying why on earth have you made me watch this rubbish i know <laughs> that and i like that
0: <laughs> absolutely Isn't that yeah i don't know i'm not familiar with adult Swim, but they've got a hell of a lot of subscribers and they obviously do a lot of satire do you know anything about them richard did you and did you enjoy this if you had I a chance. enjoyed it
3: excellent it's it's as silly as silly can be, but I, I did yeah. enjoy it. Um, and the whole the whole thing about it looking like a old school cheap movie and the way the whole story progresses to them saving the world um, was hilarious.
0: I particularly like that Captain Corelli is in the audience as well no, with extra, his extra <laughs> with his mandolin. <laughs> but,
2: actually, do you, but do you want ultimate ultimate nerd? Is the fact that when I watched it, and I'm sure I actually if I am the only one that did this then please shoot me. But um, <laughs> I watched it, and bear in mind what it is, I was sitting there working out the kind of year this was meant to be, and I was sitting there going through the gear that you could actually make out what it was, <laughs> going, yeah, that's okay, 1982. Yeah, that was all right. Oh. The emulator, yeah that's, yeah, that's fine. They'd got it all right. There was a 55, <laughs> 55. <laughs> until, until the bit where they... Ch- I don't want to give any, any of the... Um, don't spoil and- yeah, but but when when they were about to uh, save the world and it all everything changed, first thing I was there going oh may those double X X stands I'm not sure they're around then it's only the <laughs> single. Letter. And what I made it even worse I was looking at the keyboards going okay so they've painted some oh these are just Yamaha home keyboards and I'm looking to, and I'm, I, really, I was really disappointed going. <laughs> no these were definitely early 90s they were i'm really sorry <laughs> these were those were early 90s yamaha keyboards that they painted <laughs> so if I am the only one that
0: did that. I would yeah, I didn't do that but I was I was impressed with the cause they, they did collect together. They had Jupiter eight there, they had a Prophet Five. They didn't manage to get a CS eighty, but they did have some uh, that did look like a part a couple of cabinets of fifty five as well, did you think Rich? With well, that, I were, think that
2: was 55. It was an
0: emulator two, I think, as well. There so. he goes. <laughs> synth, spot so. <laughs> synth Spot of Heaven. I think Rich is bowing, bowing to your greater synth nerdism there, Tite. <laughs>
2: oh uh, when it comes to nerdism
0: yeah <laughs> right um okay well i uh, do check it out uh, adult swim uh and it's called uh oh gosh what is it actually called i've forgotten what it's called uh battle of the synths lord S-
2: lord of the synths, N- lord lord of of the synths, synths yeah
0: do check it out it's great fun uh yeah. and i'm probably going to get i've been busted for that on youtube because they're very uh tough on that sort of thing okay so here is um here's something that I'm going to go straight to this, because this was a... Basically, there are several topics this week that feel like they should all be um, April Fool's. This is a rotary magnetic bow. A rotary magnetic bow is an electromechanical tool for extending musical instruments. This is uh, Coker's electrical... Electromechanical let, let me see I'll fast forward it a bit feels good. This isn't the video I thought I downloaded Basically he's made An electromechanical thing No that's not it at all I'll tell you <laughs> what I'll go on to the video That I thought I was about to play Yeah This was it This was the one I really thought Was a uh, April Fool's.
3: first fall. Consumer vagal nerve simulator On the planet The area Where the vagus nerve Can be accessed Without an incision Happens to be In a certain location In the ear canal we wanted to come up with a consumer product that can be used by
1: anyone that's through the skin or transcutaneous, non-invasive, and synchronized to music
3: for even more fun. Welcome to Nirvana. Life's going to change.
0: So basically, Nirvana the idea is to stimulate
3: the nerve to promote the increase of
2: neurotransmitters, feel-good chemicals in your brain. It's been tested on hundreds of people and has been proven to be safe. All your favorite songs, whatever you want to listen to, will be enhanced.
0: You can plug Nirvana into your favorite music device, your iPhone, your iPod, or whatever you use to listen to music, and it'll actually change the signal depending
2: on the tune of the music that you're listening to. Listening
0: to the music for a short period of time gave me a sense of euphoria.
4: The euphoric feeling was... uh...
0: So basically, these two quacks have have basically raised $600,000... Uh, it may be true, it just seems like it's not to me. $600,000 on a pair of headphones that stimulates the uh, neural nerve, the vagus nerve, uh, in your left ear, uh, in time to music. And I, I, I've got a horrible feeling that you all know something I don't, and it is an April Fool's, and I'm just going to look like a real chump. But um, six hundred bucks are three hundred dollars. Uh, the the, the sound, it closed, and I think they're available in August this year. So we'll soon find it. Stimulates serotonin and uh, dopamine. That's the kind of idea that it does with the Vegas stuff. One of the headphones has like a special thing that prods the nerve or stimulates the nerve and generates that stuff, which is supposed to what makes you feel good and kind of euphoric and all those things. Rich, does this does this in any way sound at all dangerous? to you? It does to me? High levels of serotonin and dopamine are known to not do you much good after prolonged use, as far as I understand. Do you think, I do you think have, it's real?
3: I, I, I don't even know that. I mean, <laughs> maybe. It, it does resemble the movie. It reminds me of the movie Total Recall somehow, that, that there, there's an experience that's going to be planted inside of you from the external based on its anticipated chemical response. However... I, I'm here to. Am I here to say it's not happening and it's not possible and it's not real? I'm not here to say that at all. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Sure. Do you think that? We you have think- we have an expression where I work uh, that we use for many years now, and it's "I'm from Missouri." And why do we say that? Because Missouri is known as the "show me" state in the United States. I think it even says that on its license plate, and uh, that's what we say when we want to be shown. You know, like like okay. Let's yeah uh, maybe so let's see. So uh, I'm from Missouri on this one.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Do you think there's any benefit to having that addition? I mean, because I mean, I like I, I I mean, skeptical as I am, the idea of it in a in a kind of controlled fashion. You know, the idea of being able to reach. Enjoy more music more because of this technology might be a good thing. Would you? I wonder if it would enhance your ability to check mixes, for instance. I <laughs> don't know.
3: No, that's a bad You mean you. when used, used in combination with the game we were just discussing is it some sort of lethal, <laughs> potent chemical reaction that causes you to suddenly precisely identify frequencies within three hertz with a blindfold? Know. Maybe. Maybe. A I'm <laughs> not sure. Gun your shoulder looking I'll, into a mirror i mean you know i don't know
0: i'll take that as a no yeah perhaps not but
3: <laughs> maybe, maybe hey no no i'm not here to say no i'm here to say please pour me a glass and let's see how it works out
0: well august is the only type there's where you have to wait for um i'm guessing there might be some more skepticism coming from your neck of the woods there ty i mean <laughs> or Gaz. Uh, that sounds I, terrible, doesn't it? We're, we're talking about something that's st- be... the stimulating the vagal nerve uh, uh, to give you euphoria, and I just called you Orgas. Sorry about that.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay I should put some, some things in context here. You're talking to someone who um, I, I supported on Indiegogo and Kickstarter. I supported uh, sprayable energy uh, <laughs> that I use to <laughs> stay awake. Okay. Um, sprayable sleep, which... I think he's basically the opposite of sprayable energy. Um, I was just uh, a, a ring that's uh, a clock, that's a digital clock where it's all digital. You can't really tell, but all the the, um, the numbers go round and it moves. It's very fancy. <laughs> And you're also talking to someone that's ordered a pair of these headphones.
0: Uh, hey, you're the, you are Mr. Gadget. Are you excited by the prospect of them? Do you think? I mean, I guess the thing is, is uh, you know, a man in your situation where you have to work endlessly on cues, under duress, under pressure it might make it more fun as you get towards the end of the session. You put the headphones on and you enjoy it more than perhaps you were at the beginning of the session.
2: Do you know what? When when you actually say it like that, what you actually say makes total sense. And uh, I do, I'll be honest with you, I, I hadn't even thought of using them in that context. But now you brought that up, you're absolutely right. Wow. And you, I think, have found the first valid reason for me to actually buy them. So thank you. <laughs> um, the reality is, the reality is, I just love the idea that it could be true (laughs) and they could be great. And I mean, you know, anyone that knows me, I don't I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I've never done drugs. I I don't drink. So I don't do any of that. And the idea of being able to sit down and listen to music and just get a general sense of. This is this is even better than I ever thought it was. It's fun, you know. Get that enthusiasm; things is 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 fantastic. And whether it works or not, I hope it works. If it doesn't, hopefully they're decent. They're decent headphones. If nothing else, I hope. I mean, people like Gaz, um, you if you if you'd be scary. I mean, you would be unmanageable. You'd be put away, to be fair, if you wore a pair of these and they worked, because you can't be any more enthusiastic or you know euphoric. Well, I mean. I have to say, um,
1: right. I'm going to make a public declaration now. I have taken some drugs in my time.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> now,
1: <laughs> I'm mentioning this. I'm, I'm mentioning this to sort of to try and justify what I'm about to say now, which is that um, certain things, when you take them, last quite a long time, and some of that time is brilliant, and some of that time isn't necessarily guaranteed to be brilliant, uh, and you can't turn it off once you start it. But, um, and then <laughs> so, but I have really ruminated about this for years, about how you could tap into certain parts of those experiences uh, and in a safe and in, and in a way that you can turn it off because some of the experiences I've had have been profound and life-changing genuinely um, but it's a kind of taboo subject you can't really talk about it blah 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 you know I think they only just make you happy they
2: don't do any more than they don't give you a, you know they're not illusory yeah, they just make no, you but, happy. D- but
1: that's the thing that's the bit I'm trying to get to though it's like quite a lot of the time that's the bit that you want you can dispense with a lot the, of the euphoria rest.
0: yeah the euphoria yeah. right
1: so you know so, the fact that, they, that, that those experiences are possible. I mean, I've had some amazing experiences. And if those headphones kind of triggered that experience
2: a little bit. Okay, what I'll do is, I promise you, <laughs> this is what I'll do. You'll know, because when they arrive in August, I won't tell you, but I'll do a show. And wearing them.
0: And I'll see what I can say that would stimulate yeah, it more. Yeah, that show. Ty, are you feeling high? Yeah, that's interesting. No, I I don't know. But I I wonder, you know, I mean, obviously there's an appetite for this because they reached their goal, kickstart goal, they raised $600,000, which is a lot of money for any kind of Indiegogo kickstarter type thing. So there is, you know, people want it to be true. And it maybe it well is. I mean, it, you know, it, we'll, we'll be able to find out. But I'm, I'm like I say, I'm kind of curious of how we could use it to. I mean, almost you know, you could you. Could, like I was saying earlier, slightly flippantly, about spicing up a session. You know, so you can almost listen with new ears or listen with the ears of the of someone else yeah and that 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 sort of thing could be very uh a very cool way of doing it although the problem is i'd imagine something like this would be very addictive if you're just if you want to feel like that the whole time and that's a bit of a problem because uh, an excess of dopamine and an excess of serotonin actually leads to sort of more serious conditions it can you know affect your other your mental state because you've got too much of this this if you've got too much of it i mean uh, not for uh, not for everybody but i don't know it could be could be cool so you only I got a couple of months to wait. It, it? There
2: there. <laughs> I thought there were no side effects.
0: Ah, uh, maybe there aren't. Maybe there aren't.
2: But Look, it- at the end of the day, honestly, we all kind of know. Really, we all really suspect that this is all going to be absolute rubbish, and they're just going to be a pair of headphones. We kind of know that. I mean, like they they have kind of covered their um, sales by saying apparently if you have large. Um, uh, ear canals apparently they need very good grip inside the canals to make the the connection oh, okay and if you have large canals then it's less effective so i mean you know maybe it's the fact that 99 but look at my yeah maybe that 99 percent we all have large ear thin, canals thin, massive. I have massive ones? forget it they're not going to work
0: super massive big black big holes. Man, so you know yeah. Well, anyway, oh, anyway. Uh, no, I, I take your point. O- okay, well, let's have a... Um, there's, there's another quick one I wanted to get in. Um, did you see this, that the uh, users of the Dave Smith Tempest, uh, or Roger Lynn Tempest, were uh, feeling a little bit unloved because the firmware hadn't been updated for a while, and they started an online petition, which was, uh, has actually resulted in a kind of fast track for this to start happening again. And uh, Roger Lynn, actually, I, I asked him directly because I just wanted to get their take on it, and he was saying, you know, big... Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Ty has actually got a Tempest. But it's what it's resulted in is the fact that the firmware is now going to be continuing to work on sort of fast track. They put uh, more people on it. Roger's going to oversee it. So some of those features and bugs that were promised to be fixed, although a lot of them have been addressed, will now take it on board. Um, have you... Have you rich have you tried uh, a tempest they are absolutely brilliant i have to say i mean i'm not a big fan of uh, i mean drum synthesis in general are generally interesting i'm not a big fan of drum machines but when i reviewed it i thought it sounded absolutely awesome i don't know if you had a have you had a chance to play with one ever?
3: no i haven't
0: oh i'm asking you all the wrong <laughs> questions rich i can't believe it
3: but i have heard it you know, played in demos, and it sounds like a wonderful machine. And if I was going to buy a drum machine, one designed by Roger Lynn would be way up near the top of my list, if not at the top of my list. And I had no idea about this whole controversy regarding firmware and things that it uh, had sort of been left with bugs that it had been left embedded and not addressed and things like that, and was heartened, shall I say, by Roger Lynn's very personal response to the issue. And his willingness to engage some of your uh, website readers and commenters. Yeah, absolutely. On, on the page regarding their concerns, which took a guy <laughs> who had previously done nothing but spit arrows at people and uh, humbled him.
0: Yeah. Was, th- are we talking about somebody called Jens, possibly?
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, much to my amazement, I, the guy actually backed down for a second. It was as though he had been, you know, thrown a bone or something. But in any case, uh, much, much respect to Roger Lynn, who must be a heck of a guy, for the way he has personally responded to this, taking it on as a priority and put other pressing business aside to address it. Yeah. No, I and think that's... So it's... it's a one-man shop, and they, there's not like this team of people out there waiting for something to do. And uh, I get it. Totally get it. Seems like a great guy.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Here, I think here, it... here, it's yes cheers i think it's tequila is the one no, that's not tequila is it not that time no, this of day is ice tea. This is
3: ice
0: tea. <laughs> a long island iced tea
3: no of course it's oh come Australian. on
0: humor me yeah it no, is no, no. no all right that's no, not no, okay no. um ty you've got a tempest um yeah there's something about I, I really i mean i really dig the the sound engine in it i mean but yes i think the os was when i first looked at it admittedly it was you know version one or version point 0.9 or something have, well, have you been getting on with it
2: it's on the, yeah the version it's on now i mean i think i i think the, the thing that's missing with all of this i have to say i think personally is, is um context and perspective about the whole thing because if you read um this whole um you know list of bugs and all this kind of thing you kind of walk away thinking that it sounds like machines are unusable
0: oh yeah no it's and not at all
2: it's not in the slightest they are literally they're odd bugs but in terms of it, is it more buggy than a lot of other stuff? No, it's no more buggy than a lot of gear that I've got at all. You know, at all. Does it make it unusable? Absolutely not. It's a great machine as it is. If they if they stop development of this tomorrow, I mean, I've posted something like this on one of the forums. Uh, it it wouldn't affect me really. There'd be odd moments where I'd sit there going, oh, damn, I wish it didn't do that or I wish I could do this. But that's the level it's at. You move on. You go past it. It's a fantastic machine, the the synth engine is great. The way you can, I mean, if you want to, you can use it as a six voice poly, completely seamlessly. Um, It's a fantastic machine, you know, it's really great machine. So, you know, would it ever stop me buying one as it is? No, not in the slightest. And I think it's just been made, I think, you know, we just need a bit of context here that this is still a great machine as it is. Obviously, if they sort out those bugs, Wonderful, that's that's great news. And exactly as Rich said, I think the way that um but that both of them, that Roger Lynn and Dave Smith have handled this, I think is uh admirable. And I think the other thing is, you know, kind of Carson, who is an employee at DSI, um has been getting a lot of stick because he replied to this uh this um whatever it's called, the consensus trying to get this to happen. He replied And he's getting a lot of stick. I've had dealings with Carson because I had a new board that um, had to be fitted in mine. And the way that their customer service was, this was a couple of years ago, was exemplary. It was absolutely fantastic. And Carson was absolutely spot on. And I just don't really agree the way that um, there's a lot of people that are viewing this. And I think the biggest problem is there's a lot of people jumping on the I hate DSI bandwagon yeah god,
0: god knows why no, i mean i don't really understand
2: i have no idea joining in with the slangy match and i really want to say how many of you actually own a tempest how many of you actually know what you're talking about and um i don't i don't think it's that many but anyway that's my personal view great machine the way they're dealing with it is great but if they didn't handle this way it's still a great machine
0: yeah i think that's very well said i'll give you a Round of applause there. And I think that is actually context is very important. And I think you're absolutely right. And it, and it is, uh, I mean, there aren't all that. I mean, in terms of drum synthesis, I mean, the only other option is probably uh, analog rhythm, which again is an also a very powerful yeah. system. Uh, and, and, uh, and something different. But uh, I mean, those are your two. And the the thing about the Lindrum, uh, not the, the Lindrum, the um, the Tempest, is okay. it, it, it's got that thing that Lin's had. <laughs> I, I can't really think of another way of describing it a rock solid timing and the swing is really lovely but also the yep. the bass drums have just got this sort of wet smack if that's what you want that is something that is actually quite hard to get anywhere else and because there's an analog engine it's got that slight variation so you don't always get it exactly and it, it's got a life to it and i am yeah so if i I'd agree if i was going to get one well, of would-
2: one of the nice things is that if you set it so it basically just kind of steps through voices, you can be playing the same voice again and again and again, and every time it's slightly different you know in a, in a proper proper analog, not modeled, not sampled, none of that in a proper it's slightly different every time and if, if you, you know that if you don't like that, it's not the machine for you, but for me, it, it really adds life that a lot you know that samples just don't do, so um yeah. I'm, yeah, anyway, I Excellent.
0: It. I Is think that, that's fair enough.
1: Well, you mentioned Electron then, and Electron have just rolled out a big update for the Rhythm uh, a couple of yeah, days ago. Yeah, 13 they? new uh,
0: voices, or 12 or 13 new voices.
1: Yeah, so it's, it, I, I thought it was quite interesting how that's like the opposite, isn't it, of some of, – uh, Electron are uh, incredible for maintaining their units for years and years and years uh, after – so that's sort of, it's, in, it's interesting, I guess, that um, they must have a certain amount of, uh, well, they don't have a lot of products do the Electron, you
0: No, they? I mean, the rhythm's only a couple of years old, isn't it? So.
1: True, but what, when was the analogue for 2013? Yes. No, no yes, and
0: yes, only shortly yeah. afterwards, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. About four years, I suppose, yeah. Gosh, is it that long?
2: but i have to say i'm really fortunate because i've also got a machine drum and the the combination of machine drum and tempest is yeah hard to beat i have to say
0: excellent okay rich here's one for you favorite drum machine of all time that's not the tempest that you have used (laughs)
3: lindrum two of them side by side with different chipsets, running the same material
0: ah okay what uh which which one the LM one or the or just the, the no the original, Lindrum the original Lindrum the
3: Lindrum which was actually after the LM one,
0: right? That's true. Was that the one with the kind of uh, slightly black and orangey kind of livery to more, it?
3: More brown and orangey. Brown and yeah.
0: orangey. Okay. Yeah. Lindrum, and you could because those are the days when you would get, you would buy like EPROM chips, right? And you slot them in, and you get chip boys. Yeah. oh Gosh, yes. I remember that.
3: Yes. Yes. I'm and looking for a picture what we did was run two uh, of them side-by-side, side, running different chipsets. Yeah, right. Mistaken belief that they were triggering exactly the same. <laughs> coming, from, coming from an FSK tone on tape, no less. But, <laughs> but Or otherwise generated by a Dr. Click. But in any case, those two drum machines are the ones that I have the most fond history and experience with. Not because they're better than the thousands of things that have appeared since... It's just because that's where my history lies.
0: No, Fair enough. Thank you for that. Uh, I guess you guys as well. Owen, well, Ty, you've got two of them. Is there one that you uh, haven't got anymore that you, do you wish you still had?
2: Yeah. Um, uh, Casio. Um, what was the name of the Casio drum machine? Casio. RZ. Say again?
0: Was it an RZ? Yeah, the RZ1. Yeah, RZ1.
2: Yeah, yeah, I wish I still had that. And my all-time favourite drum machine was the Kawaii R100.
0: Ah, uh, no, that's really... I've I i I've got a lot of Kawaii samples. Their bass drums and their snares are just gorgeous yeah. when you put them yeah. through a processor a lot. Because they're just 8-bit... Are they 8-bit samples? They were pretty uh, I crusty. think they
2: claim to be 12-bit, but I really don't believe it because they are... <laughs> They're really not 12-bit, you know, they, they were 8-bit and they were they were one of the first drum machines that actually sampled um, with uh, gated reverb on. So we're talking kind of mid-80s, mid mid-late 80s, mm. mid 80s, and they sampled with with the famous um, uh, gated reverb, the Phil Collins gated reverb, except they kind of did something slightly different. So it didn't sound like your traditional gated reverb, but amazing sounds and uh, really easy to use great in terms of editing yeah i wish i wish i still had my r100 but mm. so I've, I've had loads of drum machines over the years i was never really a 909 fan to be fair but i had one for quite a bit um but um yeah that would be mine the casio rz1 and a yr100
0: nice guys
2: my i i'm i my little
1: 606 i still miss it i sold yeah. it for 40 quid Whoa. i still miss it I've still got the case somewhere the silver Have case you? with the orange, the orange on, yeah <laughs> um, but yeah oh, I miss that drum machine but um like ty we've both got the vermona drM one mark threes which are just synthesized drum synthesizers without a sequencer element in um and i i'm I'm just still loving that at the moment that's still my uh, that's still my little baby I'm really enjoying that I feel that um just a very simple loop re- repeated through it possibly it's because of that analog thing that there's just a little bit of uh just subtle variance i don't know it just does feel that much more alive um but yeah uh yeah it's my 606 606 yeah my, my
0: favourite. I did see when I was at Superbooth, um, I was hearing some really kind of banging techno sort of acid stuff coming out of a, a pair of mobile speakers that were out, generated driven. And I walked around and I was trying to see who it was and I saw these two guys lying on the, you know, just li- uh, sitting on the floor and they just had an 808 and a 606 and they were just banging out these kind of patterns and just going on and on. It was really good, actually. It had a certain something about it. I'm just looking for the... Uh, the yamaha rx drum machines now there was an rx one i believe which had like did it have a qwerty qwerty keyboard on it no
2: that's a qx one you're thinking
0: of qx one uh this is the one i I, that's the one that had all the faders and what have you on it that i did like that but it it uh, it it majored on the latin percussion which i wasn't really that into all i remember lots of timbales and and cowbells but there you go but they had they had a particular bass drum that was was rather nice okay well um, on that sort of rather rambling note by me it's probably time to say goodbye um, it's been great having you aboard thank you very much for joining us uh, before we go I should quickly just uh, mention again that the Isotope Ozone 7 competition is open for this week you want to tweet the hashtag shiny mix and the hashtag Ozone 7 to at sonic state then at Isotope Inc to uh enter with a chance of winning <clears throat> and thank you very much for joining us uh, and thank you all to the chat rooms thank you to all of you guys uh, there at the sonic chat room and, and gals and also thank you to the youtube chatters as well uh pleasure to have you we've had a, a bumper crop this week um so thank you very much everybody and and thank you very much to rich for joining us it's been great hearing your tales of what you've been up to have you got more exciting stuff to come or are you now sort of i guess it's festival season coming up <laughs> for you now isn't it really lots of traveling
3: uh, yeah, there will be some time here at, uh, at uh, Shea Hiltonius uh, doing studio work, and then um, comes mid-June, we're going uh, over to Europe for a bit, and then July and early August and late August, we're doing uh, more with Duran Duran, more of their tour.
0: Oh, that sounds like fun. So you'll be back with the team, enjoying all of that uh, all that bon bonhomie and yeah, camaraderie. We
3: get to have a reunion in then another month or five weeks or whatever it is. And it may extend longer. Uh, there's talk of uh, continents, other continents. Wow. That's all I'll say.
0: Excellent. That sounds great. Well, I hope you enjoy that very much. Thank you very much for joining Thank you. us, Rich. Um, Thanks. always good. And Ty and Gaz, thank you very much for joining us. And now you, I guess you get on to your... So, uh, Ty, you're going to be cracking the whip and getting Gaz to play. Again! Again! <laughs> in time! Again! <laughs>
2: <laughs> With no, the plectrum. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's more of a jolly, really. We're just kind of um, messing around. Nothing, nothing serious, just having a... having a Yeah. I a brought,
1: I've brought my midi bass
0: oh. up. Uh, and I the analogue four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much yeah. much fun much fun is uh is planned excellent
0: well i no hope you have a bolt. lovely t- i hope you have a lovely a lovely time that sounds like great fun uh, i should encourage you if you haven't already seen it uh, to check out the live performance we posted on youtube of the gig where ty gaz noisy robot jason jervis uh, myself uh, yeah. is there another person
3: Mark Tinley.
0: Mark Tinley, of course, played, and uh, it's there in full, all the or or, mostly in full. Anyway, I should say. So uh, I do check that. Nick
2: Set, because yeah, yeah, check out Nick Set. That's very kind. I'm looking forward to doing it
0: again. I'm getting quite excited about doing it again. In fact, I have pulled the trigger on the Dominion one today, so it should be with me this week. (laughs) Yeah. I, I thought i put the enormous profit we made out of the last time I I played live into uh, a few synthesizers. No, that's not true at all. I've sold a few things. Uh, I want to say thanks to the people who bought them so I can afford to buy the <laughs> Dominion one. But, I, I, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And, um, yes, I think that's it. That's probably the end of the show. Thank you, all you YouTubers, and thank you, all of you other guys, uh, for joining us. It's been a great pleasure. And I must remember that last time, I remember I switched the stream off. A little too early so what happens you switch the stream off and then the 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 bit that hasn't got there kind of cuts off so i might ramble a bit but for the first time i'll say thank you very much for watching and i'll fade to black and we'll see you all next time thank you very much